If you all try to understand that I was never going to get healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally, staying in the same place that got me sick in the first place. Can I tell you guys a story? So I look at it like this. August 13th, 2005, I left professional wrestling. August 20th, 2021, I'm back. I want to get off my chest. In anybody else's hands, this is a microphone. In my hands, it's a pipe bomb. I have a dream. That's all I need. I'll make it happen with someone can believe. Know what I want. So I'll take it on. CM Punk. AEW Folks AEW is quickly becoming the brand or I'm sorry is becoming the top tier pro wrestling company in the business No more of WWE being the top tier and becoming the top peak for pro wrestlers to peak in their career. No more of WWE becoming the company to be at. It is now AEW. I'm not just saying this just because CM Punk is in all elite wrestling. I'm talking... Everybody that is becoming all elite. For that matter of being even anybody that is jumping ship onto Impact Wrestling. Or New Japan. It's all connected with AEW. At first when AEW became a thing. I really thought that. I look at it like this. You look at WWE. And... Major League Baseball, let's just say this. Major League Baseball has lower levels in their business or in their league. The Major League Baseball, MLB, has a minor league system. Minor league system of AAA baseball, AA baseball, single A baseball, and lower A single baseball. And I looked at it like this. WWE was the MLB. Then it would be AEW as AAA. Then AA would be Impact. Then Single A would be Ring of Honor. Then maybe other Single A competitors would be New Japan Pro Wrestling. Even though that New Japan Pro Wrestling is indeed a very fun and entertaining show to watch. I just haven't ever gotten into it but now 
with everything that we know, everything that is becoming to flourishing, AEW is becoming MLB. And I'm sorry, I had to to start off this show. Usually what I've been doing with my shows now is that I am getting right into it, going to tell you what I'm going to be doing in this podcast, but it just didn't feel appropriate. All of you are here for one reason. You guys are here because of CM Punk, and you guys are here because you want to know everything that is going on with AEW and CM Punk. Maybe all the little Easter eggs that CM Punk has been doing on his shoes. Maybe a little bit of the Easter eggs that he's been hinting at tonight's AEW Dynamite, which he just debuted on tonight here on Wednesday, October 26th, 2021. As JD from NY would say, the winds of change... I call it, don't call it a comeback. Eh, don't call it, no, that's not good. Basically, all that you need to know is that AEW is becoming the new empire of pro wrestling here in the United States. I'm watching this new show on Stars Heels. It is a great show. And on the very first episode, he said something along the lines of the guy, uh, Duffy wants to come at me like we're back in the 80s and trying to compete with one another. It's a great show. But when that happened, I instantly thought of AEW and WWE, of course. Now, I am a 90s baby, but I was not around for the WCW Monday Night Wars. And last year, two years ago, when everyone wanted to say all the Wednesday Night Wars are starting up, it was never a war. I said it on this podcast time after time again. It was never a war. Now, it's not just a Wednesday Night War. It's just going to be a war. A war for who is the better brand. And quite frankly, it is a easy answer. AEW all the way. Now when Friday night when CM Punk debuted, I was working. I literally took the time out because I knew automatically he was going to be the first thing to come on for AEW Rampage on Friday night on August 20th. All of us are going to remember that. And the moment when he debuted and the moment when he came out in that ring and when his Cult of Personality theme song came on, that crowd was electric. You can't find anything like that. The only time that you can actually find something relevant to that kind of pop that the crowd made for CM Punk to return in a pro wrestling ring Maybe Daniel Bryan, when he turned on Bray Wyatt on Monday night. The crowd chanting in unison of yes. But that wasn't even as good as what we heard on Friday night for AEW Rampage. 
Tony Khan is doing something special here. Everyone wants to criticize him for, oh, well, he's taking all the WWE talent. Like, same thing that WCW did. Yeah, but WCW uh, took old talent and they're... AEW is not doing that. AEW is taking superstars that are not properly used and they are taking advantage of WWE cutting them. Good on AEW. You guys literally, not you guys, but anybody that thinks that AEW is becoming WCW, no, that is not the case here. My buddy Cal he is telling me that he agrees with Booker T on saying that CM Punk struck out when he first debuted. Now, he doesn't totally 100% agree with what Booker T is saying, but he definitely can see the light on what Booker T is trying to shed on other people. I totally get it. But you got to understand something. Us being CM Punk fans, we've been wanting answers for seven, eight years. What went wrong? Why did you guys have such a bad outing with each other? Why did you leave? And then why did you get fired on supposedly your wedding day when WWE didn't know that it was his wedding day? But I call bullshit. It needed to be done. CM Punk needed to let everyone, and including myself, let everyone know how he felt and why he did what he did. He did it for himself, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. You can't dog on him for that. But the winds of change are happening, guys. AEW is becoming a serious problem now. Now, I'm not talking that AEW is going to be blowing the ratings past WWE here, but they're going to be, at first, everyone thought that it was going to be a tight race between AEW and NXT. Now, since Vince McMahon is killing off the NXT brand, it's going to be just AEW going up against WWE. And by far, even tonight, I could watch the whole show, the whole two-hour show, and everyone, they want to say that Raw is a three-hour show, that's why you can't keep up with the product. No, after the first 10 minutes of watching Raw this past month, I cannot stand to sit here and watch it. I am on my phone on Twitter more than I'm actually watching the show. Not one time did I want to go on Twitter tonight watching AEW Dynamite. Tony Khan has me invested into AEW, into the product. He's invested me into Malachi Black. He's invested for me for Rusev or Miro. I'm sorry. He's invested my time for Darby Allen, which I was never a fan of Darby Allen. Now I'm a fan of Darby Allen, not just because of CM Punk and him are going to be in a match at All Out. But I want to know more about Darby Allen. I'm invested into Britt Baker. I'm invested into some of these women matches because they actually feel like a goddamn women's match. 
To me, it's just night and day. And it, everyone wants to keep saying that Raw still is putting out good TV promos. Raw is still putting on good matches. Yeah, they kind of are. I mean, it's WWE for God's sakes. They better have the top tier talent there. I say this every time. The reason why like a product is better is because there isn't as many handcuffs as WWE puts on a superstar rather than AEW does. AEW doesn't put maybe even one cuff on a hand on superstars. That's just how it feels. They let the superstars go. They give them some bullet points. They say, talk about this, lean on this, and do your thing. Not having like a whole ass script like WWE does. That's why half the superstars sound like robots out there. Not in, well, including Charlotte Flair. But some people, they don't sound like robots. Because either A, they're going, you know, doing uh, like their thing and Vince McMahon trusts them. Or, they're just really, really good actors. The one that comes to mind is Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens phenomenal on the microphone. MVP. He's great on the microphone. Paul Heyman. But Paul Heyman, I guarantee that he doesn't write his scripts. He just goes everything from the top. Roman Reigns, even. Roman Reigns is doing his own thing. I just don't understand why WWE isn't taking any action right now. Because right now, AEW, they're thinking about signing Adam Cole. His contract is up this Friday, August 28th. He could show up on Rampage. That's a huge loss. People, they aren't a big fan on Adam Cole, but he's over with the fans. I get it. He's probably no bigger than me. But can I probably wrestle as good as him? Hell no. AEW has Malachi Black. AEW is now probably going to be signing here Bray Wyatt soon. You saw tonight on AEW Dynamite that there's a little bit dysfunctioning tactics here going on in the Dark Order. With the new leader and him saying, if you don't like it, then leave. At first, the Dark Order, they were, they were kind of being a little comedian act. They were kind of, you know, being a babyface type of thing. Now they're becoming more serious. So do you really think that they're just doing that for no reason? No. They're doing that because they're plan planting the seeds for a single person to return in a pro wrestling ring. And that's going to be Bray Wyatt and his new character that he portrayed on WWE he took it on his Instagram showed everyone you can't kill it it's amazing to me that WWE doesn't know talent when they see it and I said it on this podcast time and time again WWE had a gold mine on the fiend Bray Wyatt they killed it just like they're, that they're killing NXT. NXT is no more. NXT is dead. I probably won't ever talk about NXT on this podcast ever again. 
not to make a stance, but because it is awful. I can't watch it. And there's rumors going around too that Pete Dunn's contract is up. They don't know if he's going to resign. Who do they have? A Brock Lesnar doppelganger? Sure. He's looking good. But who else do they have? I really, really want you guys to think about that. Yes. The plan is for NXT that they want to revitalize it. They want to make it different. They want to change up NXT. And they want to make it to what it was before. Not having it as a third brand. They want to make it into something like it was with OVW type of days. A developmental league. And they want to get out all the small guys. When really, when I watched it tonight, all I see is small guys. So, take that into for, in for some consideration. I don't know. But back on what we all want to talk about tonight is AEW Dynamite and having CM Punk debut. Now, the first maybe hour, crowd was dead. I wasn't really feeling it either. But I could be engaged. Because Tony Khan, he is a pro wrestling fan. And he understands and he gets it. Every match on the all-out card, A+. This has, on paper, this has the proof, and this has every motivation to be probably the best pay-per-view card out there for pro wrestling. And speaking of pay-per-views, SummerSlam? Couldn't care less. I had to work... And when I came back, I skipped through the whole thing, watched only two matches. I'm sorry. I watched only three matches. Bianca Belair and having Sasha Banks remotely, reportedly, not medically cleared to compete. And having the man, Becky Lynch, return only to have squashed Bianca Belair Having having Vince McMahon kill another NXT product. The other match that I watched, Edge and Seth Rollins. That match was good. I thought Seth Rollins was going to win, but honestly, Seth Rollins can afford to lose a match right now. Edge, he's been losing every single match besides the Royal Rumble that he just won. That was a good match. The other match, obviously, John Cena and Roman Reigns. With the surprising return of the more indifferent Brock Lesnar. Or more different Brock Lesnar with his new hairstyle, his beard. Kind of playing on a babyface role. That's going to be exciting. But that is the only outcome that I was excited about that came out of SummerSlam. Why? Because that is when I knew when I started fast forwarding SummerSlam is that AEW 
is now the show that I want to watch now. That is the show that I'm interested in now. That is the show that really connects with me. Not a bunch of people in a company who want to insult my intelligence. But I'd rather watch AEW where my intelligence isn't insulted. Today, I'm not going to be going over AEW Dynamite and like go over like the matches, go over Monday Night Raw because... Monday Night Raw is an abomination. Monday Night Raw is nothing worth of talking onto a podcast. So today, I'm going to be talking about everything that is including with AEW and all the potential signings, potential CM Punk rumors that are going around, and honestly, it's some good shit. (laughs) Because some of the Easter eggs that he's doing... And conspiracy theories that everyone wants to speculate on the Twitter world. It's crazy. And somebody wants to lawnmower right now? My goodness. Anyways. AEW overall though, I will give it this for AEW Dynamite. I give it a B only because of CM Punk and his awaiting arrival on AEW Dynamite and how he legitly dropped a huge nuke on everybody. I forget what he was talking about, but he was saying something along the lines of, I can take on any wrestler. And speaking of Darby Darby Allen, and for some reason, the crowd started doing the yes chants. I didn't have DVR, I just watched it on some sort of TV. And then CM Punk said, Hey, listen, that's not my stint, but you guys got to be a little bit more patient to do that, all right? And the crowd went nuts. Twitter went nuts. It is now all but confirmed that Daniel Bryanson is all elite. When? I don't know. I'm thinking that it's going to be around New York when AEW goes there. I think that's a perfect time. After when All Out happens, I'm going to say... Let me look at the calendar here. I'm going to say sometime late September. I think it's going to be... Possibly... Hell, maybe October. I'm not even too sure yet. But I know... Daniel Bryan is all but confirmed to go into AEW Pro Wrestling. Is there going to be more? There are a bunch of rumors going around that uh, Bray Wyatt, he is being heavily prospect and Impact is heavily pushing and pursuing Bray Wyatt. Now, I, like, I don't know the whole agreement between AEW and Impact Wrestling. I don't know their agreement on if they're all one organization now. I don't believe if... I'm not really too sure with it. But either way, if he goes to Impact or if he goes to AEW, it'll be a great thing for both parties. And there's also huge rumors that, hey, Braun Strowman, he is being heavily pursued by... Impact Wrestling. So is Buddy Murphy, or I'm sorry, Buddy Matthews being heavily pursued 
for Impact Wrestling. It is an exciting time to be a pro wrestling fan. CM Punk said it best. He left pro wrestling August 5th, 2005. That was when he left Ring of Honor and to go to WWE as a as being a sports entertainer. So essentially, he's saying that he left pro wrestling. August 20th, 2021, he's back in pro wrestling. It is a great thing to witness here that we all, like, CM Punk is creating the bridge here of other pro wrestlers who are stuck in the abyss of the world of WWE and stuck in the the norm of being a WWE superstar. CM Punk is creating that paveway, that sidewalk, that road back into professional wrestling. If you want to be back in professional wrestling, come on over here. I'm back for one reason, because I wasn't really too sure about AEW. I'm talking like CM Punk. He's saying that he wasn't really too sure about AEW at first. He wanted to let them do their own thing. Let them find their own stride. And see how the superstars on AEW's roster, see how everyone was feeling about it. See everyone's feedback on it. And now that he gave them a couple years, let them do their thing. And he thought that the time was right to come back now. And apparently him and Tony Khan have a great relationship. And they had a relationship, an ongoing relationship, throughout the two years. Had his phone number, checked in on him. And even when AEW was starting, CM Punk did say, Well, like, I'm just not ready. I'm not really feeling it. But I'm not going to keep you, like, hang dry about my answer. So I'm just going to respectfully decline but not saying never and boy he came back it is a crazy crazy time and it is absolutely incredible what CM Punk is doing for everybody that wants to be part of pro wrestling again now even though the AEW Dynamite uh, like tonight was nothing short of great but it was a decent show. I could sit through it. A bunch of jobbers that I didn't know. I'm like, okay, well, you know, they're putting on some good matches. I can watch this without having my intelligence be insulted. And with AEW, there's absolutely logic. And I always ha- I've always said this on this podcast. I want logic. And at first, I was skeptic on AEW. Gave it a couple years. Same with CM Punk. Now they're just taking it by storm now. They're running with everything. With the way that Chris Jericho walked out to not having his theme song on, with the crowd chanting and singing along with his theme song, that was fantastic. That was incredible. Not even WWE can do shit like that. The last time that they've done anything like that was probably when... Roman Reigns won against The Undertaker and the crowd was chanting the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. That was the last time that anything crazy happened on Monday Night Raw, in my opinion. 
But the rumors that are happening, though, in today's world of pro- professional wrestling, all the news and rumors, uh, like backstage between AEW and WWE, with Bray Wyatt, though, all elite wrestling could be on the verge of adding two more incredible talents to the roster. Adam Cole and Bray Wyatt. Now, Braun Strowman, he's a little wild card out there, but I'm pretty sure, in my humble opinion, that he's going to be going to Impact Wrestling. But, essentially, Impact and AEW, whatever. But, Dave Meltzer, he reported on Saturday night's main event that Impact Wrestling is really after Bray Wyatt. Despite this, higher-ups in AEW still believe that the former WWE and the Universal Champion is signing with their company. And honestly, if there is one star that could benefit from this, it is Bray Wyatt. I said earlier in this podcast, look at the Dark Order that happened with tonight. There is a little bit of confusion, a little bit of uh, conflict going on in the Dark Order with their new leader. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but it looks like that they're setting it up to have the seeds planted now that Bray Wyatt is going to be their new leader or whoever that he's going to become when he goes to AEW. Impact has been like a long home for more outlandish creative. Okay. From like the wrestling house to the demonic possessions and storylines involving Rosemary and Sue Young. The company has been more than willing than others to take chances and present characters in a like a supernatural character. And honestly, us fans like that. We all know it's fake. We watch wrestling because we are escaping from reality for a little bit. Doesn't have to be all real. Doesn't have to be their real care or their real life person in the ring. The reason why wrestlers wrestle is because they're getting away from their life and they want to be somebody who that is bigger than like themselves. That's what pro wrestling is. And Bray Wyatt is a super creative and very talented superstar. I mean, as we all know, uh, the Fiend persona, WWE, they struck out with Bray Wyatt. And WWE was not the company to see his version through, if you will. AEW and Impact is a perfect landing spot. AEW is more grounded in reality and hardly making it, like, trying to make it believable. It's all there. But either Impact or AEW here, either one, it'll be good for Bray Wyatt, though. And the other one is Adam Cole. Adam's Cole, oh shit, Adam Cole's contract is expiring either yesterday or today or now I'm hearing Friday. And the WWE sources are under the impression that Adam Cole is finished with the company and is officially a free agent. That is uh, a source per Mike Johnson of PWI Insider. Or PW Insider. (laughs) And the last time that Cole did compete, obviously, it was the NXT TakeOver 36. It was uh, 
Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. We all kind of saw this coming. Kyle O'Reilly was going to get the victory in this, uh, the brutal two out of three falls match. Cole has a long history with the Young Bucks and with Kenny Omega, of course. Previously starring on their web show, Being the Elite, uh, his character was killed off when he signed with WWE, but recently, the Bucks and Kenny Omega have dropped significant hints about bringing Adam Cole back from the dead. And this is coming from uh, Chris Mueller of Bleacher Report. Or, no, I'm sorry, Eric Beeston. My apologies. And if that's the case, guys, I mean, I know a lot of you aren't huge on Adam Cole, but where else is he going to go? Impact or AEW? I don't think he'll survive in pro re- uh, uh, a New Japan pro wrestling. That's just my personal opinion. But if Cole were to sign with AEW, he arrives in a company adding talent at a, like, a rapid pace. I mean, I know that people are going to say WCW is doing, or AEW is doing what WCW is doing, and they're just getting all these talents, and they're going to not know what to do with them. Kind of like what WWE did when AEW was first coming around. They just signed everybody, wanted to keep them all in a cage, keep them locked up, don't go anywhere else. Well, now... They're releasing all these guys. And take it for what you will, AEW does have some good superstars in there. But they are not the kind of superstars like Malachi Black, like Bray Wyatt, like Adam Cole, like Daniel Bryan, like CM Punk, like Miro, like Andrade. The list goes on. And it's just a good thing that this is happening. I mean, with CM Punk and like Malachi Black potentially impending the debut of Daniel Bryan, though, the company is acquiring new pieces that makes everyone wonder whether it can possibly write for everybody. I say yes, because right now, Tony Khan, he's doing everything right. Tonight, with Malachi Black absolutely destroying Brock Anderson, which was... The right thing to do. And a beautiful scene at that. AEW is making Malachi Black looking like a force that nobody wants to reckon with. They're making the Black Mask, or whatever he's calling it nowadays, they're making the the Black Mask look like a pedigree type of finisher, or an RKO type of finisher. Out of nowhere, if you hit it on a person, they're out, you automatically win. That's what they're doing, and... It is a good thing. I won't be surprised if Malachi Black will be the AEW champion here in the next year. He should. Don't rush it. But he will be some sort of champion. Not a TNT champion, but an AEW champion. That is the right move. Uh, What else do we have? Oh, yes. News and rumors on WWE now. The latest look on Karrion Cross's new entrance and new look. Um, I can't believe I, that I didn't talk about this. It just goes to show you that I really can give two shits about a, uh, about WWE now. AEW has the, has the spotlight. 
According to Andrew Zarian of the Matt Man Pro Wrestling Podcast, he reported the change in the appearance is for marketing and merchandising purposes. I'm just letting you guys know now. I'm reading on these news and rumors and I'm just going off wing. I don't even have my bullet points up today. I'm just talking out of my ass and I'm talking with my heart. The fact that WWE thinks that a helmet that looks like something from Ninja Turtles, the fact that they think that a helmet and some suspenders, which by the way, the suspenders in the match broke. If they think that adding those two things to his character are going to revitalize his character, no, it's not. The only time that anything is going to revitalize Karrion Cross's character, which, by the way, he is dead. Karrion Cross's character is dead. He might be a, a great performer and a great in-ring performer, but without his manager, he is nothing. This is making Karrion Cross look like he is a dumbass, if you will. But apparently, WWE, they think that this will help appeal to the audience rather than letting him head to the ring without Scarlet. No! His fucking theme song is with Scarlet! Scarlet is the one singing the theme song of his entrance. And you mean to tell me that this is more appealing than Scarlet? Now, listen. I'm a real guy here, alright? We all know Scarlet is one smoking hot show. And her character playing and singing along with the theme song makes her even more attractive. The way that she just goes, like, slithers all around the ring, goes all up on Karrion Cross. It just fits. In WWE, they want to just get rid of that. And my buddy, Cal, he wants to tell me that, oh, don't worry, Scarlett's going to be coming. When? Haven't seen her on NXT. She wasn't at NXT TakeOver 36. What are they going to do? There was a report about a month and a half ago that she did her own singles match along with Karrion Cross. If we all know a trend here with WWE, they love to break up people. Vince McMahon loves to create and recreate his own superstars, even though that they've already been created. Keith Lee, for instance. America Alpha. I mean, those are just coming up at the top of, of my heads. It's no question that Vince McMahon wants to have his own shit and stint. <laughs> the days of over-the-top looks and gimmicks are over, alright? But I guess you never really have to underestimate WWE's ability to ruin a character in hopes that it sells a couple more, you know, t-shirts on their WWE shop. It's absolutely horrible for Karrion Cross and what they're doing to him. Now, it's just an uphill battle. The day that he lost against it, Jeff Hardy on a roll-up, that was the day that Karrion Cross's character was a joke. 
That's really all I have for you guys today, though. Uh, really, um, it's a huge thing that's happening here in AEW. It's a great thing to become a pro wrestling fan here. And all I'm saying, if you are not on board with AEW yet, you better jump on board because the shit is getting real and WWE should be scared of AEW here. And when All Out happens, it will be a wind of change. There's a change in the weather coming. And it's going to be spectacular. I'm going to head out, guys. I got to get some things done, but glad you all could join me. I just wanted to get all this out here about CM Punk, rumors, speculations, the potential things that could happen with CM Punk and with AEW that can lead other pro wrestlers onto the company and how they can have a new home. If you guys like this podcast, please give me a negative five-star review and I will review it. I like all of the criticism that I can get. That only helps me and it helps you guys out as well. But if you guys want to follow me here on Twitter, I got rid of my old Twitter account. Not on there anymore. I am using my main Twitter account. It is at JFlamio. That is at J-F-L-A-M-I-O. And I will put it down in the uh, description area. If you guys like what you hear, please hit that subscription button and turn on the bell for any notifications that do come out on the podcast. It's going to be a regular thing now. My life is in order, but hey, I will see you guys here probably next week and reviewing everything WWE and AEW news and rumors shows anything that is of importance. But you guys have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you guys later.